There's a bunch of crazy stories written by the Brothers Grimm. And now you're gonna learn all about them, listening to the Brothers Grimm. Students and scholars, friends and relations, welcome to the Brothers Dim podcast, where we discuss the crazy stories, the bonkers stories, the, what's the word, Mike? Wacky. All sorts of those stories written down and recorded by the Brothers Grimm in Germany in the early 1800s. My name is Phil. And my name is Mike. And today we are going to be discussing Story 28, The Singing Bone, which, by the way, Mike, I don't know if you are aware of this. That was my nickname in college. I have known you by many nicknames, but I had not heard that one previously. Oh, sure. Yeah, people people uh, knew me as the singing bone, I think. I like it. It fits. I'm not sure that that's actually true. You know what happened just now, Mike? I lied to you. Oh. I lied to you in in a, in a way to try and make, a, make jokes. I don't even think it's that good of a joke, but that's all right. How are you doing? I think it was pretty funny. Well, thank you. I'm doing all right. How about yourself? I've got a bit of a cough. Jamie got well. Jamie, ja- I mean, we're always sick. This is this is the the curse of having a less than one year old who's about to be one. Uh, his birthday is soon, but he got uh, an ear infection again, which means two things. One, we have to go to the ENT, and he's probably going to have to get tubes put into his ears. I did that a lot. You put tubes into your own ears? No, I I had many tubes operations when I was a kid. Oh, okay. I didn't constant know constant ear infections and tubes. Yeah, no. I my my one of my eardrums is so screwed up that whenever any doctor looks in it, they're like, "Oh my god, <laughs> it's like half Teflon." It's all oh screwed. boy, yeah. Well, hopefully he'll be okay. Anyways, when we went into the doctor's office, they pulled at one point a blueberry-sized ball of wax. Oh my god, that is so satisfying. Out of his ear, and then when we got home, he started walking around. I huh. think that like the I think that his balance was all thrown off on account of the like his ear one of his ears being all clogged up and I'm not crazy. sure how that I'm not sure how that if, if that's how it works but that's a fantastic story that you can just tell him and he will tell everybody that he knows. He started walking when we got home. Yeah. He immediately he he was he was fussy for days and days and days and then when we got home he was smiling and happy and just started walking around. Nice. And and the thing is, uh, yeah, I, I mean, I'm not going to get into it. I'm again, I'm not a doctor. <laughs> I am not sure? a doctor. I'm not going to tell you, not a doctor, about my theory. I, I think if kid. you're going to tell anybody your your medical theories, I think I'm probably the right one because I, I am think, yeah, not a doctor. And this is the correct forum, a podcast <laughs> about the Brothers Grimm stories. <laughs> I digress. Mike, yes, would you take us through the plot of Grimm story number twenty eight? The Singing Bone. It would be my pleasure. So there's a boar marauding in the countryside. Stop me if you've heard this one before. I think we have. Uh, It is destroying farmers' fields. It is killing cattle. It is attacking people. It's no good. That sounds sounds terrible. Yeah, I, I would not be a fan. Nobody's able to catch it or stop it. The king finally posts a notice that anybody who rids them of the boar can marry his princess daughter. Back to that trope of, you know, 
do do a thing and you can have a person. <laughs> so there's there's these two brothers. They're uh, poor brothers of a, of a poor man. They agree to try it. The older one is described as crafty and shrewd and the younger is innocent and simple. So you can kind of set up where this is going. <laughs> uh, in order to make sure they find it, the king has them out, enter the wood from opposite sides. Shortly after entering, the younger is met by a little man who gives him a black spear and promises that it will slay the boar and it will leave him <laughs> untouched. Sure enough, he comes across the boar shortly after that. Um, it charges him and he kills it handily. No problems whatsoever. So he slings it over his shoulder. Um, he's walking out of the wood on the uh, the side that his older brother was coming in, trying to you know spot him on the way out. Doesn't come across a brother, but does come across a party house right by the entrance of the wood where he does find his brother, who's been sitting there drinking the entire time, trying to get up courage to go in and slay the boar. <laughs> a party uh, house, though. Right, yeah, party house. Okay. Making merry. The older sees the younger with the boar and immediately hatches an evil plot. Um, he invites the younger to stay and drink, gets them all liquored up. They stay till dark, finally leave. Uh, they come to a bridge on their way back. And uh, the elder invites the younger to cross first. And as soon as he gets halfway across, he crushes him in the head, kills him instantly, throws the body over and takes the boar for himself. Uh, he, he brings this back to the king, uh, presents it triumphantly, gets the gets to marry the princess. Everyone assumes the younger must have been killed by the boar and everybody lives happily ever after. Except... Years later, a shepherd spots a bone in the sand while crossing the bridge. Uh, he jumps down to fetch it for a mouthpiece, which is, I... Yeah, we, we, I don't know. we, 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 can, get into the, we can get into the mouthpiece for, a, for an instrument in a little bit if you <laughs> want to skip. Yeah, he I, fetches it for a mouthpiece for his horn. Uh, but as soon as he uh, fashions it as such and tries to blow into it, it sings a song all by itself about being killed by his brother for the boar in order to marry the princess. The shepherd thinks this is amazing. Oh my God, this thing sings for itself. It's so cool. I got to take it to the king. So he takes it to the king. King hears the song and immediately realizes what has happened. Uh, they dig up the bones. The older brother doesn't have any defense. You know, he admits to the crime. They sew him in a sack and drown him uh, and then lay the bones to rest in the churchyard. The end. Dark. Yeah. <laughs> the, the end of this one struck me because... Typically, I mean, in, in much more of the fairy tale style, um, and yeah. even in the grim style, typically the younger brother would come back to life after the whole plot has been revealed and, you know, get to live happily ever after. And I was, I was genuinely, genuinely surprised that they're like, nope, still a bag of bones, but they buried him peacefully in the churchyard. Yeah. He, he, he ended up being buried peacefully, but yeah, no one, no one has a happy ending here. Yeah. It just it's, it's it simply does not happen. Well, they, um, I mean, the king got rid of the boar, right? I suppose he's good, <laughs> <laughs> but the princess has lost her the uh, lying cheat of a husband, oh, which she seemed to be happy with. I, yeah, I, kind I mean, of maybe, feel bad maybe he was okay for the second son, right? He yeah. he had a decent plan. Yep, to kill his brother, which it wasn't that he was a, a drunk, and that's why he was at the bar, right? Yeah, it said he was looking for courage. So he was he was trying to courage up. This was his plan. He kills his brother, and then years later, not to defend a murderer, but then years later, some dipshit comes walking in with a clarinet or, <laughs> or whatever. <laughs> like, and then he's been married to this daughter, to the king's daughter, for a while. Nobody knew the first brother in the first place, right? Nobody knew any, no one, either of these guys. So no one, no one should care. And then what's weird is that, like the brother doesn't even deny it. He's just like I, it. 
he he immediately i think he's been so racked with guilt maybe although they don't hmm. say that um but he immediately gives up the story as opposed to just like i don't know about that bone it <laughs> <laughs> sure is a weird song it's singing in, in in all honesty if this happened today i i think you could skate if you were like the only the only evidence is uh, a bone <laughs> a magic bone <laughs> josh this uh this evidence is inadmissible yeah <laughs> sustained Maybe the princess was tired of his shit. She didn't seem to fight for him very, yeah, very much. Well, I mean, you know, it's not like she has any agency here. She was married off for a, a boar killing. I would, I, I don't <laughs> we've, even we've been over that one ad nauseum. <laughs> yeah, no, I, the princesses don't get a lot of. Thanks for doing that thing. Here's a person. <laughs> there's, I've got a little bit about that. The thanks for doing this thing, and I've got a little bit about. There's a story we're doing next next week called the devil and the three golden hairs mm. where where we go a lot more into that where there's a I don't know, fetch quest isn't the right word i guess but tacked on to the end of of one type of story you get this well now you got to go do a thing in this case kill a boar we're we're back to uh <laughs> ridiculous capital punishment so there's that That's, yeah <laughs> <laughs> what right. was the capital punishment here i forget uh the older brother was sewn in a sack and drowned just yeah exactly it's simple <laughs> as if you're as if you're a, a, a sack of kittens that's it <laughs> here's uh i i felt the story again this is this is one of those stories it's it's a little more than a page yeah this is uh it's it's dense very economical short. yeah i think including what something that, that kind of made me laugh there wasn't even really enough to for their first line to make me laugh but the um as he's walking in Apropos of nothing, a little man gives him a spear, a magic spear, and then he's gone. And that's the last, <laughs> it's first we hear about this little man and the last we hear about him. Yeah, I, I would like to know more about the little man. I would love to know more about the little man. There's there's nothing. It's just through the woods. Here's a guy and gone. This is the little man's chance to get like a decent bride. I mean, maybe he's already married. Who knows? Or, I mean, he know, already has be. the spear. Why doesn't he kill the boar and claim the princess? There's, it's, it's such a weird plot hole, but also not a plot hole because it doesn't. It's not really a plot hole. There's, because the, all, all you need to say is, well, there was a man with a spear. <laughs> he sees this guy and he gives him the spear. Yeah. How is that a plot hole? <laughs> and correct. I mean, it's not. I guess. It, <laughs> I guess we're just missing the part where, like, the innkeeper tells him to seek the little man in the wood that has a special spear to to perform this fetch quest would have been an extra sentence we don't need that extra I sentence I mean, who needs that we we're, we're already just over a page here guys we gotta snap this up graham anderson professor emeritus of classical studies at the university of kent identified the ancient greek story of melagare and the caledonian boar as a possible early variant of this story this so the boar i'm interested in i feel like this is the second time we've seen a boar and yeah, it's just, it was one of those fetch quests that that print that the king who was also marrying off a princess gave wasn't oh it was the uh the the, the valiant little taylor yeah. valiant taylor had a boar, didn't yeah. like him so he was just like here's here's another oh no no I, well there's one more oh, actually yeah. no there's another one all right yeah well how about you do this thing too well, the, yeah the valiant taylor it, it, yeah i guess there yeah there was a boar and then a unicorn um and the giants <laughs> and the giants were boars this goddamn scary I don't know, but I've I mean, seen... this, this was a terrifying boar that was 
quote, ripped up people's bodies, which is a very strange way of putting it. Yeah. I would, I was picturing a very, very large wild boar, but then this, this little guy, the younger bro, I picture him as smaller, the younger brother kills it and just like slings it over his shoulder. That didn't make a whole lot of sense in the, the realm of physics to me. But well, they're not very big, but I guess you don't have to be very be. big to be terrifying. Boar is what killed King Robert Baratheon in Game of Thrones, by the way. That is true. Lancel may have given him some drugged wine, but still, <laughs> uh, King Robert had a whole crew with him. One could argue that his lifestyle killed him. I, yeah. But the boar was the straw that broke the... Lannister's back. Lannister's back. <laughs> right? Like, they're biggish, but not crazy big. Right, but I'm picturing this kid as like a, you know, like a 16-year-old wet noodle. <laughs> and, you know, win, wins the day by a gift from a little man. <laughs> yeah. There was one of the the stories of Hercules, or, or Heracles, depending on your translation. Same guy, but one of the 12 labors of Hercules was uh, labor number four, capture the... Aramanthian boar. I don't know much about that, but I think this idea of a mystical boar might go back a long ways, even though boars themselves aren't really that that fucking terrifying to me. Again, I've never hunted one, so I don't know if maybe it's it's wacky or or like Robert Baratheon may have been the type to be like, I'm gonna go get him myself just I'm with my bare hands. <laughs> yeah, duh. <laughs> I know it's dangerous because he wanted to jump into the the scrum. Yeah, yeah. It's been a lot of years since I've either read those books. Or... But he was he was dr- bored and drunk. Oh, the... yeah. All right. What was the first line to make you laugh? Because I bet it was the same one for me. Oh shit! I had it. Uh, I think it was the yeah. It was the little man that just showed up and gave him a spear. But oh. what was the first line that made you laugh? Uh, the first line of the song that the the bone sings, which is <laughs> "Ah, friend, you blow upon my bone," <laughs> because I'm twelve. No, that's a good one. Do you have a moral? Uh, no bad deed goes unpunished. That works for me. I don't yeah. think I have one written down. <laughs> Damn it. Yeah, I know, I know. Can't just leave it on mine. We all know no, I can, I'm bad with morals. Yeah. I mean, it's it's certainly not anything about the, the younger brother finally getting justice. Yeah, I suppose there's something to be said about the truth shall win out in the end. Yeah. I guess in a sort of Edgar Allan Poe telltale heart sort of way it's got it, like the, yeah. the truth will get out like if you yeah if you do something evil you can keep it hidden for a while but there's, yeah there's always a piece of evidence that's going to come to light and it's going to plague you until it's actually found out I mean, oh I, that's a that's an age-old moral yeah that, uh, that, works. that works for me there seems to be a theme with the brothers grim with fetch quests and we're going to yes. get into this again with story 29 and we got into this with i call it fetch quests whatever you want to call it with was it the white snake what were the quests there? He could speak to animals, and then the princess, before he could get married to her, was like, oh, pick up all these seeds. And he's like, I'll use my ant friends. And Oh, yes. Yeah, well, I'll use my raven friends. And Oh, she was terrible. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> one of the one of the other the princesses that do have agency. <laughs> oh, that was that was the one I was thinking of. It wasn't the valiant little tailor, but that's the one where the, the king and the princess both were like, oh, fuck this guy. Let's send let's send him to do something else. And then finally he finds the golden apple that makes her fall in love with him. <laughs> Everything's okay. They stop coming up with quests. Oh well, yeah, because she got love potioned or whatever the <laughs> fuck. Roofied. Yeah. <laughs> so this one's interesting because my youngest read this to me in the car 
months and months ago. They read me this one. And as as it was going, the whole bit about the two brothers entering from opposite sides of the wood and then meets the little man. And I was like, there's something magical is going to happen. And I'd already spun it out in my head that one of them was going to get turned into a boar. And then the <laughs> other brother would slay that one. And it'd be this oh. like, Greek tragedy where it's like, oh, no, I killed my brother instead. Yeah, so this yeah. ended up being a little more simple than that. In that case, yeah, it's, it's more just simple murder for jealousy instead of right. <laughs> some magic-ass quest. But um, <laughs> I saw like kind of an interesting Costa Rican variant. It's called the Olive Grove Flower. Really? In this case, the, the, the king is blind. He finds out a potion can save him, so he sends out his three sons to go searching for the something called the Olive Grove Flower. They all go out. They meet a beggar woman who asks help for her son. The older brothers are like, no, fuck you, old lady. I ain't helping you. Uh, <laughs> finally, the youngest son. Youngest, yep. Yeah, the youngest son does help. The She's like, oh, here's a flower. This will cure your father's blindness. And then the brothers kill him for the flower. They go home, split the kingdom between the two. They're like, I don't know what happened to our younger brother. I guess he died in the woods, you know. Whoopsie-doo. And then the same beats kind of play out where someone finds the bone. Makes an instrument out of it. And then the mouthpiece magically tells a tale of woe. King finds out about it, imprisons the boys. Everybody dies unhappy. <laughs> the end. Do you have any other notes? The There's only not a thing... lot to work with for this story. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, speaking of these these fetch quests, well, I, I was going to say, so the note I have is, does, does no one ever think about taking these on as a, as a group? It's, it's always just like one dude be like, oh, well, he died. Well, that guy died. Let's send another one. I mean, well, for the purposes of the story, yes. If a kingdom was being hounded by a single fucking pig, right? That's an easy thing to take care of. Yeah. Like, like, like I was saying, like with with King Barath, Robert Baratheon, <laughs> you didn't have you to got ten it. guys. You can you can go kill a boar, right? I I've had farm animals before. I don't think I would have any real trouble. Yeah, I don't, guns. I don't know I, if you've I, been up, haven't been up against a pig, because I've, I've never been. Yeah, but like. <laughs> I've had a I've had an angry pig try to get me out of his stall, mostly just by trying to toss me, okay. which was partly entertaining but also unnerving. He also so was a little was a little bitey. Stronger than you think. All right. Well, oh, yeah. You know, no, take it back then. pigs are very strong. Yeah, I mean horses are very strong. I just think That's that if I had true. a group <laughs> of dudes, I'd be able to do it. I'm just picturing like the 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 lions on the back of an elephant as it yeah. <laughs> runs around. They're just, just claiming for their lives. Here's what I think. You, you know the pyramids? Yes. Are you impressed by them? Yes, but not in the conspiracy theory aliens built it way. No, 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 not, not aliens. Because and, and here's here's my point. Like, and it's not that I'm not impressed by them. Um, but I think if I had ten thousand slaves and twenty years to do something, I could also build the pyramids. Yeah, no, I think that's fair. With that much manpower and brain power, presumably. I mean, I I think for just a pig, you know, send out a group of soldiers. You're, you're fine. I have a... I don't have a lot to work with. I thought of a Hollywood pitch a little bit. Yeah. If you if you want to hear. Oh, please. So, when I was reading through the, the Costa Rican variant that we spoke about, the Olive Grove the Flower. The Olive Grove Flower. It reminded me just a little bit of King Lear. Because mm. there's, the, there's a king with failing health. Yeah. There's three offspring that are sort of trying to win favor for the king for just long enough to get the crown. And I think that I could start off the way that Lear does, but where Cordelia 
who's kind of the youngest of the three daughters in, in Lear and the only good one where Cordelia dies at the hand of her sisters. It's always the she, youngest. I know. Well, no, it's then it goes, it goes back and back and back. So Cordelia in King Lear, she marries the King of France and then France invades in this one. She dies and goes and marries Hades or, or Pluto depends on whether or not you and I are setting this tale in Rome or Greece. Hmm. But it works with it works anywhere with the god of death, right? Hell, if you want to go back up and do some Viking shit and add another short story to the Vikings versus zombies collection. But <laughs> uh, yeah, she goes and she marries the god of death. And then and then basically it's just it's King Lear, but with an army of the undead instead of the French. <laughs> where where everything except except yeah that's the only difference and how would that change King Lear and can I tell you something yes I don't want to say that I'm better than Shakespeare but I think in this one case I would be more interested in if someone came to me and said okay King Lear but with with an army of the undead instead <laughs> of the French I, I I would instantly be in line for tickets to that. Yeah, no, it's, it's got a little more pop to it. And I love King Lear. Don't get me wrong. Yeah, it's good. It's a good story. Yeah. That, I think, though, I mean, I don't have anything else. Do you have anything else? No, okay. I do not. That should bring us then to the end of Story 28, The Singing Bone. Sleep tight. And we will see you next time.